Welcome to The Old World Lives, a Warhammer Fantasy Battles podcast. You can find us on Facebook at The Old World Lives, on Instagram at The Old World Lives, and you can reach us by email at theoldworldlives at gmail.com. And now, on to the episode. Hello and welcome to episode 49 of The Old World Lives, a Warhammer and other things podcast these days. Uh, I'm Chris, and with me tonight I have Niklas. Hello, always here. Always lurking. And Morton. Hey, hey! And someone that tends to frequent the podcast and let us bask in his glories every now and then. Jens! I'm alive! Once again. I wonder how long we will stay this time. I think last time you were talking about your <laughs> epic empire project and then suddenly <laughs> just disappeared into nothing. Do you know how far I've come with that empire project since then? No. Nowhere. Yay! <laughs> so that's good. You put on hold, but put a hold on your on your empire project for about a year now. Then yes, something like that. <laughs> but it's twenty twenty three. New Year's resolutions and stuff. Anything can be, be anything can happen this year. Oh yeah! One day I might finish uh, um, an empire army. Yeah, but it is One not this dream. day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but let's start with uh, Jens. What have you been up to? I have not painted any fantasy things for quite a while. Uh, thank you very much. But I am looking to to start again. I recently played some games. Uh, we lost them, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. I'm back. I'm back. Yeah, I just uh, pushed to speak uh, thingy that keeps fucking up. Uh, I played some games with Krell, and uh, it got me hankering for some more wood. And we lost them. Yeah. Some more wood elves. God damn it. <laughs> The more Woodos, that's nice. Yeah, I seen saw your pictures of your Woodos, and uh, it's like my favorite era of Woodos, uh, the the fourth, fifth edition ones. Yeah, the problem is I want everything in metal, so it's, <laughs> it's quite hard to source up some spearmen. If someone has like, goddamn it, twenty metal spearmen <laughs> lying around, please, please give them to me. Yeah, yeah, I saw some at the. I actually saw some at the. Uh... The uh, retro shop, but also that was many years ago. <laughs> many years ago, they could be anywhere by now. <laughs> yeah, when me and were running, uh, Morton were running there, like uh, between our games for thirty k, all the time. <laughs> but yeah, it was uh, fun to see you and Crow playing. It was a bit out of the blue. Maybe you've been talking about it in the chat, and I just uh, couldn't read what Crow was writing. Most probably, um, <laughs> but how did it go? Oh, uh, if I had played a bit more tactically, I think I could have pulled off uh, a win. And now it was a, a minor victory for Krell. Did he play uh, Vampire Counts? or No, he played his Skaven. So there were oh. quite a few rats for me to try to shoot off the board with my 20 archers. Yeah. <laughs> but on the other hand, he couldn't do much about my tree man. So it evened out. Right. So that's a sort of like a slow grow... <laughs> Uh, project you got going on there then uh, I mean, if... If, if if you if you buy slow grow mean i've been painting wood elves for like half a year and then taking a five-year break then yes <laughs> but it's waiting for those metal models i mean it's like a... I, I, I need to i have some uh, some glade uh, riders that i i need to paint up and some war dancers <laughs> uh, but then i then i'm out then okay i need like 20 more archers or 20 more spearmen or some core units to Fill it out a bit. Yeah, excellent. But um, but oh, so, so uh, you got excited to play some more. But would you 
did you feel like you wanted to continue painting any army this year then or is oh, it yeah, back I to think, empire I think, I, think I think i'll do my wood elves and with the empire I, i'll probably hold out for uh, the new old world yeah we'll uh, we'll get back to that later because uh, empire will yeah. definitely be 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 in it <laughs> it'll be a thing yes what have you guys been up to do you want to start more I'm, I'm curious you said you had some updates uh, yeah, so New Year, um, uh, still painting some Chaos Knights, they're taking forever, but I'm finally getting to the, the nitty-gritty rusting effects and stuff, which is lovely. Um, but uh, uh, I've started up a new campaign uh, for this year. Uh, so uh, since I just recently moved place, uh, I needed to start up a new fight club. Um, so I got two guys here, Fredrik and Håkan. Uh, and we're starting we're, a little campaign. Hmm? You just want to say that uh, I was talking to some of your old gaming buddies here, and they were saying, "Oh yeah, probably Morden has a new gaming group." And I said, "Yeah, it's probably his parents, maybe his sister." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's great to have. <laughs> I'm related to everyone on, on this island, anyway. So, I'll, uh... <laughs> so um, who are these guys? Uh, so Frederick, uh, I've been playing. He's the one who got me into Warhammer. Uh, what, in a is long it, time ago, so when that was the, the the brothers. Yes, he got oh, me into yes. 40k. Then he got me into 30k. But now I'm getting him into fantasy. <gasps> How nice. the turntables? <laughs> 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 um, so he's playing high elves, and Hawkeye is playing chaos dwarfs. Uh, mm-hmm. We're we're playing eighth edition with like you know armies project. Anything goes as long as it's fun. Uh, and I'm playing uh, my Nurgle army. Um, so we wanted, because, yeah, since they're starting up, it's a fun to have a little campaign going uh, where we can increase points as we go on and so. Uh, so the campaign is called The Sorcerer's Skull. Uh, and I'll give you a little background. So y'all remember that sorcerer Yertle, the high elf <laughs> guy who died at Of course. Kislev? Of course, right? So, um, so my warband has uh, raided his grave and stolen his skull. Hmm, what for? And they've made their way south into... Oh, gotta look at the uh, map here. Ostermark. <laughs> um, and, uh, and in Ostermark, they're meeting up with the Chaos Dwarves to have some sort of shady deal because uh, there's a demon smith who's uh, been wanting to get his hands on that skull and he's willing to trade for some, you know, equipment and uh, artillery and stuff. Um, but this has been foreseen by the lawmasters of Safari, and an expedition has been sent to Erengrad, and they made haste down to intercept this meeting. Uh, so our first game, the High Elves uh, sort of ambushed us during our uh, little, um, you know, uh, shady deal going on, like a drug deal gone bad or something. Um, <laughs> so we had a team game. It was me, it was Chaos Dwarfs and, and Nurgle together versus the High Elves. And uh, it, it yeah, was sort of ended in a tie, but I would say the High Elves did better uh, overall. Um, How many we points? Were also, uh, a thousand points total. Um, because, uh, yeah, to, to get them started. Uh, and, we're, and we're working our way up from there. Um, so, uh, but the game ended with another mysterious cloaked figure uh, coming around and stealing the skull. And now the hunt is on for us to, to get it. And who knows what they will use this skull for. It's probably full of potent magics. Mm. Um, so for the campaign side, we wanted to have uh, some uh, you know, uh, character development and stuff going on. Um, 
for, for units, we said that they can become veterans. So any units that survived uh, the battle, they gain uh, a rank of veterancy from, you know, bronze, silver or gold, which corresponds to uh, one, two or three re-rollable dice in the next game. To yeah, sort of, cool. you know, nice. indicate that, oh, look, it's my veteran pikeman. Uh, and then they will have to have some name or some cool name, you know, oh, pointy ear bane or I don't know. Um, <laughs> Uh, so that's for, for just units. And then we said that um, for characters, we were going to use um, uh, magical items. So, so we, no one can buy magical items, but as characters gain experience, they get points that they can spend on magic items. Um, so we wanted to try that out to see if that works to make them feel like they're becoming more powerful. Um, but they, they, it's also a character that is also wounded gets some experience, maybe not as much, but... Try to balance it so no one goes completely crazy. Um, but if you're wounded, then you have to roll on the table and see what happens, right? Uh, <laughs> so uh, in the first game, uh, well, my exalted champion, he was wounded. Uh, he got lucky. He basically he came out with hatred now for high elves because of this. So he got a, he got a lucky roll there. Uh, the nice. demon smith got wounded. He was not so lucky. He lost an eye and he's now minus one ballistic skill. Are you uh, using the Morheim chart? Yeah, I took some from there and then I modified it some, a bit. But it's like it's a two d six table uh, where most things are bad, are like <laughs> minus two stats. But you can get lucky as well. Um, I, but but you could also die, and then you would have to replace them. Um, another fun thing that happened was, of course, that the um, uh, the high elf sorcerer uh, he had a high magic uh, wizard, uh, but he miscast. And rolled the so that he lost D three wizard levels uh, and basically lost both of his levels and forgot that he <laughs> that he knew high magic. Uh, so he said that he can still be in the campaign, but from now he he has to choose another lore next time, and he will have to be level one and start working up another lore. <laughs> he just uh, he just forgot it. Uh, so yeah, I think. Uh, it's looking good. Everyone's on the same page with, you know, fun things we can do to give character to uh, to the campaign and stuff. So we'll see where it goes. Um, nice. It's a bit weird because I'm sort of, you know, the, the game master making up the story, but I'm also in the game. So I can't <laughs> just make up things that are too... <laughs> but I don't mind. I, I like being the villain or something. A in massive a, in a Nurgle story. army approaches. So exactly. uh, I'll have 10,000 points and you will have uh, 1,000 <laughs> each. It's just, it's fun, right? <laughs> <laughs> So that's, yeah, that's pretty much what I've been doing. So I'm excited. It's a good start nice. of the year. Um, where, where, where are you playing? Uh, at my parents' place. <laughs> my new game club. Yeah, yeah mom's place. Yeah, we were saying, do they have a, in, in the basement, or do they have like a, a barn or something? No, we're, no, we're in the, the, they have a pretty large house. So we're just in the house. Um, but but uh, I have, you know, future mm, dreams about Converting maybe one of the barns to a gaming place, or uh, the, the, when you're like telling this epic story, does your mom just come into the room with like soft <laughs> and cookies? It kind of happens. <laughs> not now, mom. I'm rolling, rolling the dice. I'm trying not to miscast. <laughs> but it's kind of nice. I mean, we're all, now we're all thirty plus, and we're just like, oh, lovely. <laughs> That's so nice. <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. That is uh, or, that's or my new reality. You, maybe your dad comes in with like a tray of shots. Like, come on, you nerds, party! Like, not now, dad. We're not so cool. <laughs> he once tried to join with like his uh, uh, 
<laughs> his model airplanes. <laughs> he oh, came in like the the, the uh, toys you you got for present. Yes, but... <laughs> yes. <laughs> My tragic backstory. <laughs> the ones that oh. I got, but he built them. <laughs> so usually it comes by with uh, like one of those. What are they called? AT tens. You know the anti tank airplane that has some yeah. sort of minigun at the front, and he just goes. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you're, no, all no, your fantasy folks. guys are dead. <laughs> and then he flies <laughs> off again. Damn, Chad. Though, yeah. Chad. They would Dad. be quite useful at taking out ranked uh, blocks of yeah, troops. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Maybe as, shoot uh, through tanks. <laughs> could be an epic finale to the campaign. <laughs> a portal opens, and oh, we uh, shall see. But speaking of that, I, yeah. Uh, as a segue, I heard you guys have taken over my old gaming group, so. Yeah, do tell what's what's happening in in Gothenburg. So oh, we we can't tell you that it will only break your heart. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so I I am like moving as we speak, or like moving some stuff down to Gothenburg. <gasps> so I'm moving down there, and Chris has already moved down there. Um, now that it's safe again. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, he's, uh, I damn, my letters are away. <laughs> so uh, yeah, basically we joined the the group that Morten started, <laughs> and uh, just reaping the the fruits of his labor. Yes, yes. And uh, I played I played uh, fantasy once. I don't know if you still live there or if you were visiting. Uh, I think you were still living there the first time. Yeah, I was there. yeah. When you brought your kiss left, then I was there. Yeah, yeah. And then like a year later, uh, I came to play again. Uh, and now, uh, or in the meantime, we were talking about starting Mordheim, and uh, everyone was really excited about that. So we had our first Mordheim meetup uh, last weekend, and uh, yeah, it was great. Chris was there, all your friends were there, except yeah, Morten was not there. <laughs> were you seven people or something? Yes. Yep. Wow. But then you went to Ulva also, right? The the game convent. Yeah. Yeah, the game, game club. Yeah, the game club. Yeah. So, yeah, you guys usually play it at your work, which is the, the university. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now, like, there are too many of us, and we're playing more time. Uh, need, need more terrain. Yeah. So they have a bunch of terrain at Ulva, so we went there. But did they have Bulla and Soft? No. No, no, uh, <laughs> no moms uh, bringing us uh, snacks. <laughs> oh. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we were talking there with, with your old friends again. That uh, we should uh, organize a road trip to to you to Erland. For sure, for sure. There's uh, plenty of us, so that would be a great trip. Yeah, and I've been talking about my my new friends here. <laughs> no, that uh, <laughs> about hosting some sort of fantasy event here. Then that you could because yeah, then you could come and play. Uh, a fantasy weekend would be nice. Yeah, uh, and then we could probably be at my new workplace because there's uh, a seminar room there with uh, lots of tables and stuff. Mm. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll work on the terrain. We'll make bring it your mom. Yeah, <laughs> the, the buns and the soft. Oh. Yeah, we, we're only doing like a mat per table and no terrain. Okay. Only open fields. Sounds good. Like Erland. Oh, exactly. Yes. Alvar. <laughs> Maybe a rock and a sheep. Yeah, <laughs> dangerous terrain. <laughs> oh, but but uh, tell us about the 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 Mordheim experience. What uh, war bands were you guys playing? Um. Well, Niklas had uh, some kind of Gatling crossbow in his uh, 
<laughs> so yeah, uh, that's also a thing I need to talk about because I was in in Yavle for Christmas. Yeah, uh, which is where where my parents live, and also where Jimmy lives. And Jimmy coincidentally lives like across the street from my parents. That we found out. Uh, so uh, I wanted to play with him when I'm up there, and uh, didn't really think I'd have time or energy to play like a massive battle. So I thought I'd bring my Morheim warband, and also Jimmy had just attended this uh, warband <coughs> super duper weekend in Texas. Uh, so I was a bit keen for more time in general after seeing that. Uh, so we had like a short campaign with two of his friends there. Uh, and that was great. And Jimmy played his Witch Hunters. And he had like three crossbowmen. They were just like the bane of my existence. And uh, then I saw someone selling some custody guys on Tradera, Swedish eBay. So I got those guys and I made one of them into crossbow guy. And he was just insane. It's, this oh. is something about crossbows that makes you roll sixes. <laughs> it's uh, true. <laughs> facts. Um, so that was just insane. But yeah, I, I was playing Kislev. I usually have like a standard warband that I start with, but now I changed it around a bit since I had two new models that I wanted to use and just switch things around a bit. Uh, I'll, I'll tell what the other guys are playing as well mm-hmm. before Chris reveals his warband. Um they were mostly chaos, actually, uh-huh. uh, which is good because I have a, this guy that has hatred chaos. Who uh, oh. in in sixth edition they're they're known as Ungols, but this is a bit earlier, so they hadn't rewritten the fluff. So he's known as a Cossack, <laughs> just a, a bit on the nose, I guess. So they changed it. <laughs> um, but there were two cults of the possessed, or three, two, I think. Oh, huh. and one yeah. beast man. Yeah, two cults and one beast man. Two calls, one beastman, uh, me as Kislev, uh, Empire mercenaries, and uh, vampires. Of, was there more than one Empire army? No, oh, just uh, one. The Empire player, Empire player. He played uh, Marienburgers, didn't he? Yeah. Ah, yeah. The rich boys. Yeah. I'm sorry, Dara. <laughs> <laughs> Have they been robbed? They they were not lucky. I'll tell you that. <laughs> um. Yeah, he got a lot of injuries and shit. Oh. <laughs> so I, I played him one game, and uh, he had some guys that were like pretty upgraded with shooting, so he thought he could outshoot me, but he didn't know they had a crossbow that only rolled sixes. That uh, uh, took those guys out, and then I had a bear that just charged in and hit a bunch of people. Special uh, bear? Yeah. <laughs> Kislev has yeah. a... Um, they, 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 they train bears and a bear trainer. Is it like yeah. a rat ogre? Sort of in stats then or something. Uh, toughness and strength five, and two attacks, two wounds. Ooh, scary. So uh, yeah, um, but then like I killed five guys, including his leader. So w- both of our leaders had like a brace of duelist pistols, and uh, my guy walked up and shot a guy, and then his leader walked up to my leader and shot at him and hit, but didn't wound, and then my guy shot back and downed him, and then I had like. Four guys just run in and chop him with axes when he was laying oh, down. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so I killed four regular guys and that leader, and three of those guys that were upgraded and pretty expensive died. <laughs> <laughs> and his leader suffered like a, a permanent injury that he couldn't run, I think. So, uh, but bad luck, Dara. Luck of the Irish. Yep. <laughs> 
Uh, but yeah, those were the war bands, uh, and Chris played his rats. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I played, I played for once. It was glorious. Yeah. I used the same war band that I built for uh, when Jimmy and Jens and Martin Christopher or who? Uh, Ma- Martin, uh, when you you three visited me and played at my place in Eskilstuna. Ah, uh, that was a while ago. Was, yeah, it's exactly. Some but years it, ago. Uh, but the warband performed a lot better this time than it did that time. They had time to mature. Yeah, they had time to mature in their storage case for, yeah, <laughs> too long, too long. But I guess the upgraded paint job that I did for them last year kind of helped, maybe. Yeah, it's a good, very, very good looking warband. Uh, nice to finally see them. Yeah, and because uh, I've seen photos. <laughs> yeah, they did. Uh, they were horrible in the first game against Terra. That's all I can say. Um, Horribly good. <laughs> well, uh, I did. Th- I got one rat, uh, one of my plague monks, uh, out of combat, uh, out of the game, but he re- fully recovered after the game. That was all my casualties in that game. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's good. And uh, I was reminded how good giant rats are. In that, that game and the game after. Oh, yeah. Wasn't your giant rat like a beast when we played as well? Yeah. yeah. They are incredibly anno- annoyingly powerful yeah, they're, given that they can't get like, experience. Uh, they're just like the hounds the witch hunters have. Yeah. And when I played against Jimmy, they were just the fucking worst. They're weapon skill 4 and strength 4. And they're super fast. So they'll always get the charge and attack first. And it's like 3 plus 3 yeah. plus. The uh, rat... Rats are slightly less powerful, but they're also cheaper. And but they still got move six, so they're quite fast. How many games did you have time for? I played. I played three. Hmm? Uh, so my first game was against uh, Manfred, mm-hmm. and he had built and painted this really cool culture possessed, classic Manfred, just like pinning <laughs> something up in half an hour, mm-hmm. and it looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, yeah, we played in this like graveyard basically. And uh, I had a bunch of shooting, and he, d- he didn't have any shooting. Uh, so I was kind of just expecting him to rush forward. But then he was playing KG, and then I was playing KG, and I was like, well, fuck it. And also the thing that I think new people playing Morheim are very afraid of losing models in the game. But it doesn't really matter that much. And also, like even if you get hit and wounded, you still have to roll a 5 or 6 to, to kill him. Um, so I think people need to be less scared of going forward. So I, I went forward <laughs> to attack him. <laughs> and then he came up to uh, be able to like counter charge. Um, and then my, my crossbow guy, uh, or first my, my leader shot his like really big mutant that had two wounds uh, and did a wound. And then my crossbow guy shot it, credited him and rolled ricochet and hit the other mutant next to him. That's also really expensive. <laughs> Critted him and rolled another ricochet. <laughs> nice. And hit a beastman with like uh, heavy armor and shield. Uh, and the first like two mutant he downed, and the second mutant the uh, the bolt downed, and then the beastman who was super expensive just got killed. I rolled a, a five, I think. Oof. And then he was like, "Well, I think I'm gonna withdraw because." <laughs> <laughs> The, both of those mutants were laying down, so I would just like charge in and kill them when they were mm. face down. And then he had like his uh, 
uh, sorcerer just standing there in the open without these like three super good fighters. And I had my bear like right in front of him. It's like, okay, I'm, I'm going to leave. <laughs> Brutal. So it was a pretty fast first game. And then since yeah. it was so fast, he challenged me to another game, mm-hmm. uh, which was um, you're going to go into the field and collect some warp stone. And uh, it was a more even game. Um, so I kind of advanced on the, the left with some guys and collected something. And then I advanced on the right flank with the bear and the bear trainer and another guy. And he advanced with most of his stuff on that flank. Uh, but then he tried to cast a spell on my bear to control it. Um, but he failed. And then to get to that point, like he had to expose his uh, sorcerer. So it was like in the middle of the open. And then that left like a lane for my bear to charge him. So my bear just rushed like 12 inches to attack his uh, sorcerer and like knocked him down, but didn't kill him. And then like five other guys charged my bear. But then he was so unlucky in wounding my bear because it's stuck in his five, so it's pretty hard to wound. But he didn't manage to do a wound in like seven combat turns, I think, with his like big mutant and two cronies and his sorcerer and another guy. Uh, and in the meantime, my guys were just taking care of the other flank and then coming around to help the bear. <laughs> so <laughs> that uh, ended in a victory for Kislev as well. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, well, what about your games, Chris? Well, we can start with the f- the first one against Dara and his uh, Marine Burgers. Uh, it was a bit unlucky for him because we had the surprise attack and he was defender. And uh, that means that part of his warband was scattered and had to come in later, which made my job a bit easier, uh, even that he didn't have all of his models on the table from the start. But I had some really good luck with uh, some slings. And no, not every model in my army had slings, even though they were scaling. <laughs> but it all, almost felt that the ones I had was too many at the end of the day, game. Uh, <laughs> but it, but on the other hand, he had, had bows and uh, guns on his side, so yeah. But uh, that slowly went. Uh, it went so far that uh, it wasn't really fun for any one of us. We just played out the last couple of turns to end the game. Uh, so that wasn't really much fun, and I'm sorry for that, Dara. If you listen to this, I, I, I it, it was a complete mismatch of uh, of uh, everything, pretty much, in that game. <laughs> I mean, if you have a few, just a few models, and half of your warband is off the table, and mine get uh, positioned in a way that I can slowly encircle, and yeah, it wasn't. Good position for anyone. A lot Sounds of like a good there. Skaven ambush. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it was a good Skaven ambush for the Skavens. It was, it was great for the Skavens. The players, it was, it was still a learning experience for both. I haven't played much. He hasn't played anything, I think, before this. Mm-hmm. But uh, at least he didn't just want to quit and uh, give up. He wanted to make another warband. So. <laughs> Learned it the hard way. He started a, a Skaven warband now. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be some Skaven some Clan Ash next time. <laughs> well, the second ga- game was a three-parter, three-way game uh, against Manfred and Joshua. And yeah, it was the, the pool. Skaven, Beastmen, and Possessed. Exactly. Ooh. And there was a, t- a large tower on the table where, where Manfred positioned his uh, mage. 
it was strategically overlooking the entire battle. Uh, there was a pool in the middle of the table, and hence the name of the battle, the pool. Uh, that you had to pick up uh, warp stone tokens, and uh, yeah, Manfred got to the pool the first. Uh, Joshua charged in. Uh, where, where did you pick up these tokens? In, in inside the pool. <laughs> oh. I just want to hear you say pool ten times. <laughs> pool. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> Manfred had 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 two like defeats before this, uh, yeah. and then. Uh, <laughs> look We're, sorry, Manfred. Going on. We're sorry, Manfred. Looked over to what's going on, and he just gave me a look like, oh my god. So, from what I yeah. gathered, he went to the pool first. Yep. Uh, to he, even got some, stuff. he even got some of them uh, from turn two when he could start roll for, rolling for them. And then uh, you two teamed up against Manfred, is what I gather. Yeah, well, I teamed up is. It was a loose, uh, loose alliance. Given that I had to walk across <laughs> the entire table from my deployment zone to even get to the uh, middle of the board because it was yeah. a six, six but... by four. So I had, I had a quite a long way to walk, and I did toss some stones at Joshua. Did toss some stones at Manfred, and Manfred and Josh, Joshua went uh, went at it. Just their armies just beating each other to a pulp in the middle of the table. <laughs> yeah. Um... And uh, I came came over, and uh, I think like uh, it's either a, a a dog, like a, a chaos warhound thing, charged Manfred's big mutant with two wounds and rolled a crit, and then they thought he died. But then I was like, oh, aren't you guys playing with the like the expanded the critical rolls? Because like every there's some additional oh, that rules. Where... That was the game before. That was the game before. Was it? Yeah, when I only. Joshua and Manfred was playing. Ah, uh, oh yeah, yes. Oh yeah, Manfred got four games in then. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> sort of quickly say though that like that thing was going to get killed by the crit, but then there's this expanded section of the critical roles where like every type of weapon has like additional charts for what yeah, happens. Yeah, one you should <laughs> use. Yeah. Um, so that thing survived, but I think he he got smashed in the end anyway. Yeah, he did. Uh, he had some really, really bad dice dice rolls, like ones and twos on average in that game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Judging by his bitterness in that last battle, I think he lost. Yeah, he did. Uh, he had uh, in the last battle. It was it was really ones and twos. It was good because I think he picked up a token on ones and twos, and those he rolled sixes on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so he had reached he had really reached that point of the day, and. Uh, Is he- is he painting yeah. a new army now? Or? <laughs> uh, I think he's sticking with the possessed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, he has some really good conversions in that warband. Maybe he's doing elves. <laughs> yeah. yeah, next time it would only, only be four, four warbands, just shadow warriors. <laughs> yeah, but then after Manfred, he pretty much just uh, voluntarily routed as soon as he could and just left the table. <laughs> <laughs> And then the alliance, uh, so-called alliance, broke down between the the rats and the beastmen. And uh, the beastmen learned to fear the giant rats. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, To be fair, Joshua did manage to kill one of my rats, uh, Monk Initiate. So he will have to be replaced. Oh, no. And one of my uh, plague monks did get wounded and got robbed. So someone stole his flail. But that was still a win for me, uh, since 
Joshua, Joshua had to basically have had to escape the battle before the rats ate him. Well, sounds very nice. Uh, so, are you? How does this work? Will everyone just work on their warbands and yeah, you you gain experience and stuff? Do you have a an idea for a campaign or something or? A... Uh, yeah, I mean, we're, we'll still use the same warbands next time we we play. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll keep. Gaining experience. Yes. Yeah. I was just checking. I, I, I didn't lose a single guy uh, in that day. Uh, my bear tamer was taken out of action once, and then he rolled just full recovery. And, and that was it, I think. <laughs> Lucky day for Kislev. Yeah. My plague sorcerer, which is the lovely rat with the spear and the gas, gas mask, uh, managed to get even better in close combat. He got the initiative <laughs> and attack, I think. It was. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's funny, uh, Manfred got like uh, hatred Kislev on one of his uh, mutants. <laughs> By all rights, he should. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it was. Uh, a, as a, it, I think it was a quite a good start, given that a few of them, a few of the people playing, never even had tried Mordheim before. Yeah, no, I don't think anyone at my work had tried it before. So, uh, so he didn't uh, struggle too much with with rules, or it didn't feel. <laughs> it was funny because they, like, when we were starting, they said like, "Oh yeah, Niklas has played the most Mordheim." But like when I play Mordheim, I, I play with Jimmy, and he knows all the rules, so I don't have to know yeah. any rules. Exactly. That that was my <laughs> comment as well. Because when I played the last time, I played with Jimmy as well. <laughs> just hey, just hey, just do this, 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 and uh, yeah, that uh, roll that on that table. Ah, yeah, that that's uh, that's uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's that result. Like he he knows the 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 like the whole injury table by heart. Oh wow! And the advancement table. <laughs> like oh yeah, roll a d twelve or a d six to six, and I'll I'll know this. <laughs> well, that's how you get secret invitation letters to go to <laughs> Texas and stuff. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Joshua had the the actual rule book. I had the rule book on like a PDF on my iPad, which was yeah. a real pain to go through. Yeah, it is. I was thinking of bringing my iPad, but then I realized it was like on thirteen percent on battery. So was, no, <laughs> that's just pointless. I should invest in a super expensive Mordheim rulebook. Do it. I have two. Oh shit! Let me yeah, buy one. Two, two rulebooks and a PDF version on my iPad and a printed version. Damn! You can buy my shitty copy if you want to. Was it an actual book or the printed one? An, an actual book. Oh. Sure. Let's let's deal later. Uh, I'll DM you. Yeah. It has a- actual shit in it. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> makes it more uh, Mordheim esque. Yeah. Oh, that's great. But uh, yeah, and then you you also have to get in some fantasy games with those guys. They have some yes. very nice armies. It's a problem. Like yeah. with when you you play several games game systems. Yeah. Uh, Choose from. Uh, also, just having like several armies. Like, I don't have time to use all my my armies that I put so much work into, and then playing new games that are awesome. Yeah, but how uh, will you how will you manage without your quaved uh, uh, super cool game group? I guess you could travel there quite easily still. Yeah, I mean, Manfred is uh, coming up there to play, so I should yeah. also be able to. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and also Manfred has like a gaming table at home now. Yeah, <laughs> all the um, games. Yes, Chris will have gaming time. tables. So, Chris will have gaming uh, tables, and they can go up and down yep. while you play. 
<laughs> well, technically, my it will be my living room table, but that is technically able to raise on to a 140 by 142 dinner table. So yeah, you'll uh, you'll raise it when we're playing with dragons, and they'll fly high. Oh, mm. just wait a second. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we have uh, we did talk about it a bit with Manfred, so we might actually have some games at his place. Yeah. Sweet. Excellent. Maybe yes. we didn't talk about it with Manfred, but we decided we should have some <laughs> games at his place. <laughs> Sounds good. Speak, speaking of, uh, anyone done any hobby lately? And not just gaming? I mean, because I know we talked a lot about gaming. We talked about Jensen's lack of hobby, but uh, anyone else? I painted those two Kistelites for this event. Oh yeah, out. I painted a witch hunter warband for and a Mordheim table. That that counts, right? <laughs> Mordheim table. Yeah, I, I, I needed a new table. <laughs> does, does that count? <laughs> well, I don't yes. know. <laughs> Was that the one with like the TT combat? Uh, oh yeah, MDF buildings and stuff. Yes. So tell what was the? Did you have a? What was the vision and how did you go about making it and? Uh, did you? Um, uh, yeah. The, the vision was uh, I, I I bought a lot of TD Combat buildings uh, for a Mordheim table, and I was like, mm, how am I gonna make this fit together? Well, I know, uh, I'll put them all onto like uh, uh, plastic card plastic card bases, so I can move them around. And I did that, and then I realized, hmm, all of these plastic card bases, all these plastic card bases are different sizes. Oh. So, oh, so they, they can't switch places on the table. They can't switch places. So now I have to make even more MDF terrain so that I can <laughs> put them on same <laughs> as the stuff I have and, and uh, so I can switch them out. Or just expand the table. That's also not an option. But we'll see. Uh, Did you make any additions to them? I mean, uh, are they good as they are, do you think? The, or do uh, they need some more detail added? They have like different levels of uh, of complexity. Uh, the the easy to build ones needed a bit more uh, a, a bit more painting up and a bit more mortiming up to to use, I think. But the the complicated kits they were pretty good as they are. Uh huh. Do you need to add like I don't know roof t- roof tiles and stuff or what? Or uh, just... Roof tiles are included. Okay. So you just uh, add those and paint those. But the only thing I added to these buildings now is that I printed some posters and I oh. shrunk them down and uh, I just glued them onto the houses. Sweet. Yeah, but that's that's a smart idea because just, I guess, building a frame for a house, that's not a fun part of the hobby. The fun part is making those little details that make it come to life. Yeah, and I was like, I'll, I'll buy, I think I bought eight houses and I think ended up building six of them for uh, mm. for this because they took a lot of time to build. The, the oh, really? Kids. Yeah, there is a lot of different parts that need to be glued together. Oh. And then when you glue them together, you have to paint like a square foot of like solid tree surface. Oh. Yeah. So it takes a lot of time. Mm. More time than I thought it would take. There are no shortcuts to the perfect Mordheim table. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> but the plan is uh, either I'll add a tile to this board or I will make <laughs> some uh, 
some additions to yeah. the board as it is. Mm. But do you have a, a group that you're regularly playing uh, more time with? Uh, not regularly, no, but I, I hope we can make it a more regular thing now that I have a, a nicer table. Yeah. Oh, Everyone's been the... very, very interested in playing again after our Mordheim day. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, for the other games, of course, I mean, fantasy uh, terrain is always nice to have, but it's not that big of a deal. But Mordheim, I mean, terrain is as big of a deal as the, the characters, right? Oh yeah, uh, I I'd say even even more. Yeah. So that's an interesting, uh, yeah, difference uh, <laughs> to think about. Uh, I I when I played before, I actually just played like outside of Mordheim, the Empire yeah. Flames stuff. Yeah. Uh, which is also a very different experience. But it was uh, still enjoyable, you think, or is it? Yeah. Absolutely, I, I really liked it. Uh, feels like shooting is not as good then because, uh, like, the height advantage is a really, like a really big thing uh, in Mordheim. Uh, I think when I played with Jimmy, it was incredible because I mean his terrain is insane. Uh, he had loads of like three-story buildings that you can go between, and also a really important thing I think is just like walkways between the the buildings and like. Yeah, yeah, a couple of stories up, because if uh, if you have like just separate buildings and maybe you don't have ladders in the buildings, then you'll spend most of the game just trying to climb or climb down buildings. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, um, everyone's had, I guess, had that sort of uh, lovely dream of having that perfect Mordheim table uh, at some point. But uh, but you, uh, yeah, good to get some some good pointers then. Uh, but uh, yeah, seeming just, I guess, making it uh, uh, modular in the way that you can uh, switch around the building sounds like a really good idea also. so you, Yeah, I'm thinking about making it like uh, it was a, a bit too spacious between the buildings. So I, I need to mm-hmm. tighten it down a bit, make some alleyways and stuff. Yeah, I think a really great thing as well is just like... Uh, foam basis to make some height differences yeah. on street level. Yeah. Also that the street itself is yeah. On yeah, so you, so you, yeah, exactly. So you'll have, I don't know, gutters or just alleys ah, and yeah. shit. So you race it up like one story in mm-hmm. places. Because otherwise like if you're on the ground level, you just have like a killing field <laughs> between all of the buildings. Yeah. yeah. You need you need to block line of sight a lot. Yeah. And that also makes the the board more dynamic to have the, the buildings at different heights. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a really good, good and cheap trick that will yeah. really help out the table. If if one were to build, you know, a, a set table that is just you can't move anything around, but you just made this gorgeous, uh, you know, uh, as is. How many thing? How many times do you think you would play on that sort of that table before you, uh, before you got tired of it? Ooh, about a day, a day or something. Uh-huh. It depends. Because... Would it, is it your only table? Ooh, if you yeah, use that's... that and have that uh, every now and then mixed in, and then have like a table that you can mix up as you want uh, to have yeah. as your da- daily driver, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, because you have, have a lot one that just looks fabulous and have a, that looks like a piece of art instead. Yeah, because you would really have to think of 
how to make it enjoyable. And so it's not just obvious, like, oh, well, whoever takes this piece of terrain always wins <laughs> because it's just built like that. Um, I mean, the, the scenarios are will make it very like a very different experience as well. Yeah, and how you deploy maybe also. I mean, if it's a yeah. if it's a bigger table, I guess. I mean, I think it will still be enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like in, in regular Warm Fantasy games, if you have like a hill on your side and a piece of wood, and it's pretty symmetrical, mm-hmm. like uh, even though the board looks the same as a board you played on before, uh, doesn't like the experience will still be totally different depending on what you're playing and what you're playing against and the scenario. Yeah. Also, if you have uh, like ladders and uh, walkways and stuff that are just magnetized, yeah. maybe some scattered, are just mag- either magnetized or just loose, then you could block off an alleyway for one game and have it open another game and maybe yeah, have but... different layouts on a square square or something if you move yeah, around. And, on, on maybe it, stuff. If you have a, like a big central building, then in one game you can have like all the walkways leading to this. That will make the fight gravitate towards that point or not. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, it's good point, but cool. but I'm also I'm also thinking on the other hand, just I mean the buildings you probably well okay that depends if you have a set place where you could just have it standing all the time. Otherwise, you probably want to take buildings away when you're not playing, and then why not make them interchangeable? <laughs> like you just have here's a spot for a building, and then move buildings around. But uh, yeah, and would that be would fun. only be like uh, the buildings are fixed in place in that case. Mm-hmm. If you would have like a, a set table like that, yeah. yeah. It but uh, I mean, a dream. You have more potential if you build a table like that, like to make more scenic tables, <clears throat> like having a a river go through. I think that would kind of have to make like a fixed board for that. Well, yeah, looking a bit tacky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. But this is uh, somewhat what I have had in mind for my like a uh, Marienburg or similar layout. Uh, like you be, and it be, it's a bit like one of the tables Jimmy has as well. But like you have uh, like a f- uh, thirty by thirty squares, pretty much, or thirty-two by thirty-two. There's a foot, and then you have, but then you run into the problems with the rivers that we mentioned. But you have like the waterways uh, that can go in like like a three set set patterns that you can turn these pieces, and then you have buildings that go on top. Mm-hmm. Then you have a. That makes it a bit easier, all as well with uh, the. Uh, <coughs> that nice. you can make it look really good, but it, but it but it makes it easier because you can both store it and you have somewhere some uh, ways of varying the table. Maybe not uh, as much as if you have like a mat and just loose buildings, but you can still vary the tables a bit, and the waterways are not always in in the same places. Yeah, I think it's. Um... Logistically, it's kind of annoying with a fixed table as well. Not only like storing it and transporting it if you're going somewhere with it, but also like uh, scraping damages to it and dust and shit. It's, it's really annoying if everything is in one piece instead of just taking off the that one building that got damaged and repairing that. Mm-hmm. So what you need is one of those large uh, glass cases they have at muse- museums. <laughs> this covers the entire table, and yeah. you're not allowed to play with it, but you can look at it. Yep, something like that. <laughs> but I guess putting a big uh, blanket over when you're not using it would be an option. But oh. Sp- mm. speaking of looking at it, I have <laughs> finally gotten my T 
tables, my my desks for my apartment, and I'm I've, I've set set up the computer desk, and uh, next week I will put up the uh, hobby desk because I'm wor working for next six days, so it will be quite annoying to do it then. But next week I will finally be able to paint again, and that will be lovely. Yes. And then, All right. uh, and then the gaming table also, or. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to Sometimes. come to your place, Chris, and uh, build a table. Me and Manfred will invade your, your flat and build. Yeah. Another another reason I won't uh, install the hobby desk this, this week, weekend is the, because on Monday and Tuesday they are coming to replace the, the floor in my hallway and kitchen. Oh, and all, yeah. of the, all, all of the stuff from the kitchen and the, the hallway will be, have to be in the living room where the table is going to be set up. <laughs> Tell them to leave the spare material. You're going to need it. Uh, yeah, oh, the spare material. Spare material, probably the old, the old material. No, because that's a like carpet from like seventy nine or eighty. Mm, oh. That's more time. That's the more time feel. That's, the that's, memories. Uh, when 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 you, when you walk on a car, like like one of these plastic carpets barefoot and it's rugged and a bit uh, scraping <laughs> your feet, you know the top layer is pretty much gone on it. The free texture. Yeah. Mm. Speaking of texture, uh, <laughs> let, let's move on to the uh, the world that was the yeah, uh, yeah. lovely little feature this, that we uh, had not mentioned this at all <laughs> this time. <laughs> yeah, I did try to make a post on the fa on Facebook when it uh, when the Dubs uh, released it the news about the old world development development diary, and uh, Facebook wouldn't let me, so I gave up. <laughs> <laughs> Stop spamming, Chris. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, there, there racist was... remarks about Wester Mark or something. Speaking of spamming, has Rennie been banned again from Facebook? I'm not sure. Uh, so, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, but they did put out a lovely little update uh, with uh, some artwork and some maps and uh, some information. And anyone that wants to. Take take lead in this. Just feel free to. Old world development diary. Explore the war torn lands of the world that was. <coughs> so I I don't know how much you should read, but uh, they it's an update. Uh, they're working on it. They're playtesting it. Uh, they gave us some new pictures and they uh, told us specifically now when it's going to be set. And I think we were pretty early with this, uh, like when it should be set. Uh, and I think like, um, it, like we did guess it accurately and I'm proud of us mm. uh, that it will be before the Great War of Chaos. Yeah. Yeah. But, so but le leading up to it, right? They sort of hinted that they yes. will move, the time will move forward and We'll go through the different events and probably end up with that. Yeah, so I think yeah. it will be pretty reminiscent of 6th edition leading up to Storm of Chaos. Mm. Yeah. And what I've heard on reliable Facebook comments is that this <laughs> setting is entirely to make us buy Stormcast. <laughs> what? <laughs> Obviously. Uh, yeah, because they mentioned that the old world was destroyed, so that's why we should buy Stormcast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure how people got to that logic, that that leap of logic, but uh, yeah. I like how they they had to put it in there. Like, don't get your hopes up. The old world was destroyed. <laughs> this is a new thing. 
Oh, a new old thing. Yeah, um, I mean, uh, it's just to stop speculation because, like, if yeah. they don't say these things, then like rumors will go amok, which we have seen. Like, there have been so many crazy rumors about this with information or lack of information. It's like when they first said, "Oh yeah, the game's coming out. It's going to be Square Basis." Uh, you'll be able to use your own models. And then people are like, yeah, well, you won't be able to use your old models. Well, they just said you could. Mm-hmm. And uh, will it be 15 millimeters? Well, how is it going to be 15 millimeters if you can use your old models? And why would it be 15 millimeters? doesn't make any sense. Yeah, well, they didn't say that it wouldn't be. Yeah. It's the same thing here. Like, if they wouldn't yeah. have said this, then people would think like, oh, yeah, maybe they'll scrap Ishizumor now. Like, n- no. The, the old world did end, and... Uh, Zoomer exists, and I mean, they do have a point because uh, they said like uh, an event that doomed the denizens of the old world to oblivion and heralded the birth of moral laws. Well, it says somewhere like uh, it said anyway that like it's been foretold for like a long time. Yeah, yeah, the, the end world. times. The end times was coming. Yeah, yeah, but it's, it's not just like in 8th edition, but they've been saying this from the beginning, basically. Like, mm-hmm. these are the the end times. They've been saying mm-hmm. that since, I don't know, what edition? 6th edition for sure. Maybe in 3rd edition, like, these are like the, the end of days, and shit's gonna go down. They've been saying that forever. So, yeah. uh, and I mean, it, it came to an end, but now it's gonna be like an historical war game, mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, but <laughs> Yeah, I'm really glad it's set in this time as well. And they like gave their reasoning for why it's set in this time because it's pretty pretty identical to the like the modern timeline. It's yeah. two hundred years of a difference. But uh, like they posted this and someone said, Oh, maybe now there won't be gunpowder, but there will be gunpowder because there was gunpowder in the year two thousand in the Mordheim. And this is twenty three hundred. Uh and magic in the empire, we still don't know, because um, they didn't have the college colleges of magic. Oh, um, that's true. Ooh, oh, that's an interesting. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, but, they, uh, ha- they had mages. They just didn't have sanctioned mages, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I, I mean, it's such the, a big the... part of the game, so they will probably redcon it in somehow. Like, oh no, there's always been. Yeah, it's also it's funny that people are so like empire centric <laughs> with the lore <laughs> like the whole world re- revolves around these a couple of hundreds of years where the empire wasn't united it's well, the space marines of the <laughs> range though well basically but i mean like every other faction is basically the same as they were <laughs> later on yeah. kislev is weak uh, weaker later on like they're really strong now so they are they are like the empire of this era mm-hmm. And the Empire is broken up. Bretonia hasn't evolved that much, so they're basically the same. The dwarves are the same. Uh, the border princes are still like broken up. The the Hiles are the same. The Woodles are the same. Chaos is the same. Wizard men, Tomb Kings are the same. Yeah. Um, vampires will have the vampire wars during yeah, this. Yeah, so they period. will be stronger. Yeah. But essentially the same as well. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, this is like a cool story going on with the Empire, but people are uh, acting like the entire world will be different because it's like slightly shift in timeline. Mm. 
Um, but yeah, I'm super happy about this timeline. And I said, like, uh, if they said it in a different timeline, like uh, the War of the Beer or when Sigmar was young, then that would have, like, fucked a lot of people with the, yeah. the setting. Like, this is not the setting that I like. But now it's almost identical with some some changes. So what are some of the changes that they've hinted at? New provinces, right? Or yes. Different pro- old provinces, I should say. So Middleland, Middleland is, is uh, split during this point, right? And they showed Westermark and something else. Or Westermark and Middleland, what, maybe. It was. Uh, the Westerland, Westerland <clears throat> which is... Westerland. Uh, which is uh, ruled by the Countess of uh, Marienburg, in that case. Margarita. But that's uh, that's all always been uh, the, the civil war has always been in the uh, well at least as long as I remember in the fluff. It is mm. that they're expanding on it now, mm. and maybe as they always do when they expand things, maybe some things uh, get cleared up and maybe some things get changed a bit, <laughs> but it isn't really. The end all be all of the game. Yeah. It's always been this way. <laughs> I mean, that some of the like history has not been specific, really. So, I mean, they do have pretty free reigns to, to change some stuff without really breaking the lore that exists. Because, like, in the Empire timeline, it kind of says who's emperor of what place. And the, the age of the three emperors, but I mean, it's a very messy period as well. It's a long period. Right? Yeah. And there's, there's times when there's three emperors and four emperors and two emperors and five. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the, the, the city states kind of rise and fall at the time. And looking historically, just look at like the, the Holy Roman Empire, which yeah. the, the empire is based on. Look at a yeah. map of that. And like where they color coded who rules what, and it's just like a, it's it's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> like colors everywhere, like blobs of paint everywhere. Uh, no one's getting on. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, and I do know that before there were other provinces that don't exist now as well. Like uh, the one you're playing, Jens uh, Soland. Yep doesn't exist in the, the current timeline but that was a province and uh, there's another one where which i have a, like a picture of the rune fang from that province in an old uh, citadel journal but i can't remember the name of the province i think like Drakwald. yeah Drakwald. it's a Drakwald rune fang oh, yeah. that's true yeah, so Drakwald is the yeah. forest right next to middenheim and that used to be a province and middenheim used to be less important at that time i, I can't remember but yeah so kinda... will, uh, is the fall of Soland and uh, with the orcs something we will see also in this? You think? Could that I take place? I think that's set uh, earlier, a few hundred years earlier. Ah, okay. I think Drakovald is like a, a slow decline kind of thing. <laughs> um... Yeah, I know the picture that I have of the Runefang is in the story about the Great War of Chaos. So that's Drakovald was lost before the Great War of Chaos. <laughs> Yeah, the the, the Drakwal has, hasn't existed as a province since eleven uh, ten. Ah, that was a while ago. Yeah. Oh, but it's so uh, <coughs> yeah, a lot of cool things to um, look forward to. Some cool pictures. I mean, the the illustrations were of just empire dudes, right? There was one uh, like militia looking guy. 
had a bit of a conquistador yeah. helmet. I think that's the one that stood out to me as something I hadn't really seen before. But I don't know what you guys think. Chad, just look at him. It's like really cool. A, a, a broad, short sword, cool <laughs> pistol, nice bucket helmet, cool stash. Like a gambeson. But that type of helmet has been in the ga- game before. And, okay. Uh, so that's... Uh, but it, it is a really good image. And the, the archer is quite good as well. I love the lo- large puffy hat for an archer. Mm-hmm. Yes, it, they need puffy hats. It, it's funny because like those two kits that these guys look like the Emperor Militia kit and the 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 archer kit with those coats. They're like the two most wanted Emperor kits. Oh, it's, yeah. it's teasing us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, I've heard that um, they're still selling some Empire kits, right? I think you can still get... Yeah, pistolators. You can buy state troops, great swords. Yeah, and I think yeah. I heard that they... Um, that uh, Frederick said that they hadn't gone up in price, that they are still like, you mm-hmm. know, 200 kroner or something, which is really cheap. <laughs> I mean, that's the price that I'm used to, so I don't know. But like, when yeah, but I look I, at other warmer stuff, it's just like insane prices. Yeah, yeah. because I was looking, um, uh, that's also like new stuff that they are releasing these uh, new Stays to Darkness, so that like you can get the Chaos Warriors, the new ones, and the Chaos Chosen, and, and all that cool jazz, the new Chaos, uh, Demon Prince and whatever. And I, lo- I love all those models, I think they look great, and they also tie in well with the old ones. And I was looking at the Chaos Chosen, I'm like, oh, that would be so cool. But then it's like, a box of five for 500 Swedish kroner, like 50 uh, euros or something. Anyone at a computer, look up the price of five assault marines on GW's website. Because that is not a new kit, but I think it's about the same as the, the Chosen. Jesus! Yeah. Jesus. Same with those, uh, those Slanish uh, Chaos Warriors. Yeah. They're also super expensive. Mm. They look very good. But are they also bigger then? Like, will these Chosen will... I think it said that... Maybe they're on 40 mil round basis. Yeah, I think it said that they were. So, I mean, how much larger do you think they are? They are enough. like og- ogre-sized or whatever. That doesn't make <laughs> sense. They still have chaos armor, right? Ah, I don't know. But uh, yeah. hopefully the new game won't be that expensive. <laughs> I mean, it's a, of course a difference because the Age of Sigmar models, they are making them very dynamic and, and it's just you just need a few and maybe they cost more because of that. But... Uh, they will have to go back to making some sort of rank and file troops. Yeah, but will the Give prices the mo- go down? Monopose. I think. Oh, the, yeah. The, 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 hopefully they'll have uh, like the the starter kit, like the the game starter kit, will be worth your money. And usually the the, the getting started boxes are usually yeah. like a like, better price. Like the eight, like an age of darkness box, uh, but for mm. the old world would be perfect. Yeah. Yeah. What do you also, think it would be? Would it be just Empire versus Empire? Could they do that in, in the starter box? Or would hopefully. it have to be different races? Yeah, <clears throat> we, did, uh, we did theorize that in the episode called The Empire of Many Hats, I think. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I still, I, I hope, and I, I really hope this, because they, they've done these, like a lot of boxes for 40k and Age of Sigmar that's like, uh, when they introduce something new for these factions, they'll add a new character uh, and maybe a new unit and then an old unit or something for both sides, and they'll call it the the Hellstorm Eagle battle. Mm-hmm. So I, I would love for them to make like several of those for the release of the old world. 
sort of I listened like... to the uh, Game Classy podcast yesterday, and they theorized that they would just re-release the sixth edition starter set and just slap a new price, slap a new, slap a new price tag on it. Mm-hmm. No way! And that no would, way! <laughs> that would be <laughs> amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would be happy. <laughs> but I really wish they would do oh, this yeah. and just like have Kessel versus Chaos, Empire versus Empire, maybe, mm-hmm. or Empire mm-hmm. versus uh, Beastmen. Orcs. Uh, dwarves versus orcs and elves versus elves maybe mm. they yeah, haven't shown that... off any dark elves though i just realized oh but they don't mm. probably don't need to because they still have like new models uh, i think their range was updated one yeah, of them lost on the map ah yeah yeah that's true so they, but they the haven't shown any lizard men either right no they haven't so they haven't the update they, they did before this one was like the the big map as well um that's like s- super ro- low resolution, resolution, so you can't see the the symbols. You can see that Kislev is strong, super strong, um, and then you. But see did the that one? Sh- did that one show the high elves? Did, that, did it show Ultra? Yes. No. Uh, no. no. It, but it, it shows like a, a Athane symbol yeah. and a high elf boat, and you know they'll have colonies on the coast. Yeah, yeah. No, but I mean, it seems to be it is just the old world so far, right? That they've shown. Yes. They, they, so nothing lizard men or uh, dark elves. Although surely, I mean, dark elves could easily just be there raiding. Yeah. They're not hard to tie into the lizard men. Maybe harder. Yeah. But uh, so I guess it just priority. Which boxes will we see first? Like which? I mean, Empire will definitely be in the start box, right? Does anyone think different? Um, well, definitely, it's a strong word, but I would guess Empire will be in the start. I, I would also put my money on Empire in the server box. Yeah, yeah, that, that's uh, that maybe some some chaos stuff or. I'm putting my money on Kislev. Kislev is the new Empire. Move aside. Kislev versus Ooh, German Sims. You, your wish. <laughs> Look at the size of it. It's massive. It could, it could just be given it's st- starting off. As it seems from this article, at least in uh, the shattered shattered empires, so to speak, that it is just a box with different empire sprues and maybe two sets of transfers or something. Something like that, yeah. Just like the Age of Darkness box and similar boxes that they have. I mean, it is very smart in the same in the way that you could either buy it, share it with a friend, and you you know start the gaming, or you just buy it to get this huge empire army. Which a lot of people would also want yes. to do. Yes, that f- famous but... argument, share it with a friend. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, assault, mar- assault marines are 400 kroners. For five. Yeah. Uh, yeah this Lanesh, Lanesh guys, uh, the uh, Myrmidesh Mermid- pain bringers, they're 450 for five. And they're on yeah. they're on thirty two millimeter bases. They look so good. Yes, but I see that the kit of five is uh, it could just be like a bits box that you could just spread into other. That is smart. Yeah, that's how they get you. Mm-hmm. Share it with other kits. It's the argument. <laughs> <laughs> Gateway kits. That is. <laughs> I think kiss level will just be an upgrade sprue to the empire in the new game. <laughs> what did you just say? Yeah, remove just the wool- puffy hats. Just yeah. woolly hats instead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. Same horses. Same, same barefoot guys in the snow. <laughs> <laughs> Triggered. I think we all are just really, really wanting to see what they're doing with this. 
yeah, yeah, it was lovely to see another update, but still no date. What are we expecting? Are we expecting this year, 2023? What do you think? It, it is the anniversary <laughs> of Warhammer this year, but uh, I, I think I think they will definitely announce the release date this year. Okay. Yeah, but, maybe a uh, pre-release like late, uh, late, late, late this year, so that they can get the the money into the bank before. The- yeah. Ah, but I mean, possibly a release next year. Yeah. Twenty twenty four. But definitely, still... hopefully, as far as too not far away from the delays of COVID. I know there's still every every everyone's still suffering from delays of COVID, but that it doesn't be, just become like Age of Darkness is going to say, oh, we're going to release this entirely new um, edition of a game uh, that you really love. Uh, when are you going to release it? Um, two weeks from now. Just get the money. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, a bit more uh, information before you want to be prepared. Yeah, you start saving money for it. Which uh, so yeah, which Empire province will you play as? And don't say Kislev. It's not a goddamn province. You're my province. <laughs> Jens, is it Soland? So uh, Soland forever. Yeah, and uh, I Chris is going for West West Westerland or for yeah Marienburg. I'm actually thinking uh, just linking up several projects in one. In that case, yeah, makes sense. Also, Marienburg is built in and around the ruins of an elven city, so it might take some inspiration. Yeah, I would, uh, I would play whichever province has Nordland. Um, so you can uh, make some Swedes. Y- yes, uh, also like my my Kislev guy, like his backstory is that his family was from Nordland. Uh, so uh, ah. and they moved in after the Great War of Chaos. Uh, so this could be like a a good opportunity to make his great 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 grandfather or whatever a prequel. Oh. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, but yeah, I don't know if it will be Westerland or uh, Ost. What do they call Middleland now? Ostland. No, but Oster- I think it was Oster- still wasn't it still Middleland? Look at the you oh, have yeah. the article. Oh, the, the Grand County of Osterland. Yeah. That's what they call ah. it. But it still says Middleland. That's like the the area still. Is it like uh, the I'm difference, thinking, uh, difference between landscape and uh, land? I'm thinking it's more of a like the difference between uh, the, the county and the, the, uh, like a principality or something that they have one guy ruling several parts of uh, different count- counties or something. Yeah. So they have, they have split the empire in four instead of what is it, usually twelve. Yeah. So the thing is, um, I know that the the elector of Nordland still claims ownership of Marienburg, so mm-hmm. it might be Westerland mm-hmm. that Nordland belongs to now. But we'll mm-hmm. see. I mean, I we'll, guess they also will have some uh, just city, like powerful cities that are powerful enough to be their own, like Nuln. Maybe Minheim yeah. will be a similar thing. <laughs> Don't know. Yeah, but that might be because Marienburg isn't isn't as a free st- free city. When yeah. was it? it when was it sold to uh, to the to Dutch? Itself? Yeah, <laughs> because uh, Bo- was it Boris Goldgatherer who sold Marienburg to yeah, the Marienburgers? Yeah. yeah. To, to the directorate that this is ruling, Marienburg. Yeah, but when was that? 
think it's probably before this. Yeah. I think it's after. I think this will. But I'm just guessing. I'm thinking the director or the current rulers. Uh, but before that, it was uh, an area of uh, trouble, troubles, so to speak. Uh, the di- directors appointed their own uh, excise service in 2399 Imperial Calendar. And this will take place also 23, was it? Yeah, but uh, at the start of the century. Mm-hmm. And uh, Marienberg was uh, under directorate control at the end of the century. Okay. It was, uh, the oh. last of the counts of Marienberg, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, very interesting. Yeah. Fun things ahead. Just happy to get an old world update. Oh, they really need to release this uh, army supplement. The sack of Marienburg. Twenty-three forty-four. Guess who sacked uh, Marienburg at that time? Was the Norskans? Yeah. The high elves. Wow. Nasty. Yeah, they had uh, some some uh, Marienburg pirates that. Uh, did uh, plunder a bit in uh, on Alphon. Oh, <laughs> they had this, uh, really luck and just managed to get this through the mist that uh, surrounds Alphon, and uh, the elves didn't take kindly to that. No, can't imagine. Oh, no. all right. Do we? Uh, yeah. Anything else we want to talk about? Well, I'm good. I'm just uh, gonna head out in a few minutes anyway so mm-hmm. if you guys want to talk about anything else you can do that without me i'm gonna take my whiskey and go to bed <laughs> I, th- I think that sounds like a good <laughs> idea uh, yeah, but uh, did just... you find what you were looking for digging in your bits box? no i i painted up uh, a war dancer that i did find and i glued oh. together a vampire for my mordheim warband and a necromancer instead not bad hobby progress whoa it's happening That's... as we speak yes Ah. <laughs> uh, Okay, but should nice. we call it a night then? Yeah, I so, think so. All right. Otherwise, we'll just uh, continue talking about how cool Sea Lord Aislinn is, who raided Marienburg. Oh. <laughs> Some of us will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We have tables to to play with going up and down. We... <laughs> yeah. no, oh, n- new idea for my sea guard. <laughs> the sack of Marienburg. <laughs> oh, yes. Ooh, and then you're Do building it. that table. You're building that Mordheim table. Oh, yes. That would be that would be a really good idea because then you can have like ruined buildings and ruined dock sites from the, yeah. full of arrows and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. So but cool. before before we get too far into that, uh, this is, this has been episode forty nine. I've been Chris, and these other people have been lovely. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> Taco hey. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night.